0: Welcome to the Why Weight Elevate Podcast, where we share key information to help you lose weight the right way and then transition to a lifestyle that helps you keep it off. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Why Weight Elevate Podcast. This is Quincy, and I'm here with Ron today. And today's topic, we're actually going to talk a little about CGM, Continuous Glucose Monitors. Ron, how about you start us off with telling everybody kind of what, what is a CGM?
1: A CGM, or continuous glucose monitor, we're going to say CGM a lot, so that's what it really means, is looking, it's not really looking at your blood sugar, it's looking at your interstitial, so the fluid around the cells, not inside the bloodstream, looking at the glucose levels there. So a CGM is basically a device that will go into your arm, that will stay there anywhere from a month or longer, depends on the type, down to two, couple weeks with there's two that are FDA approved. One's the Dexcom for uncontrolled type two diabetes and type one controlled or type one diabetes. So we can get a better idea of what their blood sugars are doing. And then there's the Freestyle Libre, which are the two brand um, pharmaceutical companies that have these. There are other ones online that you can buy uh, that are kind of following that that realm of science But basically what it is, is a little device that you stick in your arm or in your belly that basically is being stuck in between some cells. Obviously, it's going to damage some cells when it goes in, but it's giving us an idea of what your interstitial fluid sugar levels are. So you can follow your sugars a little bit more closer than, oh, if you're checking your blood and poking your finger on a regular basis. Um, A lot of times with diabetics, we recommend three or four times a day, and it's great as a doctor going do it all this time because we like information. As a patient, I wouldn't want to be poking my finger on a regular basis. And again, why are we poking one of the more sensitive areas of your body? And you're not your supposed fingers. to do it. You're not supposed to do the pad. You're actually supposed to do it on the the side or the lateral aspect. But so if you poke your finger, do it on the lateral. It's not as painful there. Okay. But f- we like those numbers. Oh. Where's your blood sugar before you eat? Where is it an hour late? Hour, hour, excuse me, hour after I eat? Where is it two hours? Has it gotten back to? We want to see how all these different factors occur or affect that blood sugar. That's where the CGMs come into play. So I can have this device in my arm, and I can get up and see what my blood sugar is. I can get on my stationary bike and ride for a half hour. I can, but if I do that before. I can have a pre workout to see if it bumps up my blood sugar. I can get on my bike and ride for a half hour, see what my blood sugars or my interstitial fluid is doing or my interstitial glucose levels are doing at that time. What's bumping it up and what's bringing it down? I wore one for a couple weeks and I was actually surprised that not getting good, adequate sleep, which it makes sense, but sometimes seeing the numbers really make it. Eye-opening to you. I did a presentation a couple of weeks ago doing grand rounds on stuff I've talked about. I talked to patients on a daily basis about, but staying in front of some of your colleagues. Again, for me, getting up in front of groups of people is always a little nerve wracking. Mm-hmm. So I didn't really sleep well that night. Want to make sure I was up early so I can get there on time, that kind of stuff. My blood sugar, when I, I was wearing it at the time was running a little bit higher than it had other mornings. It stayed high most of that day it wasn't outrageously high. It wasn't, oh, I'm a diabetic or even pre-diabetic, but running higher with that stress or things going on. Or I've been trying to run a little bit more often, especially on the weekends. I had a pre-workout that I usually drink. I went running. And during the run, my blood sugars got a lot higher than I would ever anticipate it would. It came back down as soon as I stopped because of, My body was dumping sugar. This was in a fasting state. My body was dumping sugar into the bloodstream to get to the cells, to get to the muscles, to help with the running and stuff like that. So it was totally normal to do it, but it's amazing or kind of shocking how high it can go and how rapidly it can come down. But that's what the CGMs are supposed to do is to give us some ideas like, oh, I eat something. Let's say I go out to a restaurant Mm -hmm and I thought I got a good meal, and I ate the whole thing, but my sugars trended a little on the higher side. Well, wait a minute. I had a salad. Well, that shouldn't do it. Uh, I had salad dressing. Well, my stuff from home usually doesn't do it, so I don't know what's in that one, but could have. I had a, a steak. Well, that shouldn't do it. Maybe I just had a little bit of something, or did they put something on that? Again, not blaming them. I'm just saying you get a better idea. It's like, oh, if I go back to that restaurant, maybe I need to be a little bit more suspicious of or asking questions. What do they put on? What seasonings do they put on the steak? What What's in the dressing? Uh, can I be a little bit more careful with what I'm eating? Gotcha. So you just get a better idea of what's going on so you can kind of see where I'm at. Or if I'm not feeling good without racing off to go poke my blood sugar, I can see where my my sugars are, is like, oh, must be, I might not been drinking enough water or my electrolytes are a lot of whack or my blood sugars are kind of going down. How come? Cool.
0: So basically CGM is going to act as a replacement for poking your finger, but also gives you real time data it, most it, of the time. It doesn't
1: replace it, but it gives you a better idea or gives you an idea. And the recommendation at first is to put it on. And if it's, if you don't believe it, check your blood sugar so you can kind of correlate or calibrate the two to be really close. But if one's really high, one's really low, you're going to go with blood sugar because that one's still considered gold standard. Okay. But after a while, if it's kind of regular, then you can go see what's going on, like you said.
0: So use a... a you verify that the data on the CGM is accurate. Yes. And so then you can use that and get more real-time data all the time mm-hmm. versus four times a day, right? Yes. So you can watch these trends. With, with, is sleep affecting your insulin level? Your sugar levels? Is stress? Is exercise? Is the diet? And you can kind of watch those things that we all talk about that can all influence your your insulin levels and your, and your health. Um, so that's good,
1: and that's helpful. The drawback, keep in mind, is it's not looking at your insulin level. It's just looking at your sugar level. Okay. Thank you for the clarification. Okay. That makes sense. And so, wh- but again, yeah, it's just another tool to help people, especially if you feel like you're doing everything right. Does it,
0: do it use Bluetooth to go
1: into your phone and you have like an app on your phone that kind of records that data for you, or how does that work? The, the Freestyle Libre does. A, that's the one I used. Mm-hmm. Dexcom's a little bit more in depth. They have an actual reader type thing that, because they're, again, they're talking <clears throat> a lot more advanced. So talking to the two different, at least rep, I want to say drug rep, but they're not really drugs, but basically procedure rep, I should say, from the two. Um, Dexcom is kind of the higher grade, more fine-tuned for the extremely ill patients. So it's harder to get your insurance to pay for that one unless you are that type one or poorly controlled type two that are on multiple injections of insulin. So we want to make sure you're not falling all over the place. The freestyle libre is kind of on the lower end. They wanted to try to get something they could get to more people, almost like to the masses a little bit.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, that makes sense. So, you, if the basics so, um, would be the more freestyle libre, the Dexcom is the more intense. And mm-hmm. um, in your practice, Dr. Ruby, who, um, when are these usually covered? What type of patients will insurance pay for these?
1: Different things. You talk about like, is it just your type? Your diabetics? Usually the diabetics is the ones that are going to be covered. Now, that doesn't mean you can't use it. It's the insurance will only pay for it if you're a diabetic. And not all insurances will pay for it if you're a type 2 diabetic. But you still can ask your doctor for it. Again, you might have to pay for it. And at least what they told us, and again, the codes can be different in different places, is they have a thing – that it's an X amount of price. So if your insurance doesn't pay it, you shouldn't, let me rephrase that. Even if your insurance pays for it, if it's over X amount of money, kind of it's cheaper to go through the company or basically this code or this phone number they gave us to call and get it for about 75 bucks. So again, 75, 75 bucks can be a lot of money for some of us. But sometimes that one month of information that for the Libre is – two readers so you can basically do two different weeks at a time okay but it can give you a a jump start on what am i doing and why am i not seeing benefits what can i do to improve things um or am i it seems like i'm a good level and maybe we need to dug deeper than just the insulin aspect or insulin resistance aspect
0: what about patients that are not diabetics? Would this be beneficial for them in your practice? Do you recommend it to people who are not
1: diabetics? I would love every my all my patients to have one. But again, I can't, I'm not going to force them, but I'm going to highly I definitely recommend a lot of patients at least try it, especially if they feel like they're doing it right and they're not seeing the benefits. But especially if they have um there's ketone monitors out there also. You've got the urine test strips or urine. P-strips, which are the cheapest, but the most ineffective way, but there are some of the um, ketone monitors. So if you have a ketone monitor and it's low and your glucose monitor and your are saying you're low, that tells me your insulin level is really high. So that's just another sign. But if your blood sugars are low and your ketones are high, that tells us your insulin level is low. So it's just another way of getting more information about what's going on in your body. Okay.
0: Anything else you feel like our audience would need
1: to know about continuous glucose monitors? We shared a lot of good information for them. I think it's a definitely, especially somebody who's concerned about insulin resistance, it's a good tool to at least have to at least get some ideas. Um, Ask your doctor, see if your insurance will pay for it. If they will, great. If they don't, consider looking. I know there's some online companies I've seen, I've looked around a little bit that – I think, I don't remember the name of the company. For like 200 bucks, you get martyrs, but you also get their um, tracking system and stuff like that. So there's different ways of looking at it. So the two I'm bringing up are just the ones that have been FDA approved that I know of.
0: Uh, uh, one question I thought of before we wrap up, um, Ron. So if I'm testing my blood sugar levels with a, a blood prick, right, versus mm-hmm. the CGM, how quickly do the sugar levels reflect my behavior. For example, like if I eat a candy bar, how quick is it equivalent and how quickly those two measurements will tell that my sugar levels are higher in my blood, you know, in me, or does it take longer on the CGM to reflect the increase versus the blood?
1: Usually it's going to take a little bit longer on the CGMs to respond. So that's the nice thing is you can see that you don't want to watch it. Oh, I ate it. And I actually did the experiment when I had it. My wife had, uh made a shake with a banana, avocado, some berries, and some whole milk or, or something like that. She just wanted to make a smoothie. So I drank a little bit and I tested, I watched my trench for the I had a reminder to go look at it for the next little while to see if it really would bump up my sugars. It didn't do much, but I also didn't drink that much. Okay. So the question is if you're not seeing a benefit, it could be the amount of volume that you're doing too. So, okay. but again, it does. You're going to see if the change is faster on your blood sugars than the CGM. The benefit of the CGM is I'm not having to carry around my glucose monitor. I'm not having to poke myself. I can see those trends. It's like, and you can. The nice thing, at least the the app I used, is when you. When you scan it, it'll give you a little idea. It can kind of track it over time, but you just scan it at the time. And it's really easy on your phone. Just kind of push a button to scan and put it up against it. And it usually detects it pretty easily. Uh, But you can watch. It'll follow the trend. So you don't have to check it ever over and over and over. But if you try something, it's like, okay, I'm going to remind myself in a half hour or an hour to check to see what those trends are. And if you're away from it for a while, it'll actually it'll drop down. It'll track it a little bit. But if it's a, too far away from the monitor or the sensor the for too long, it's going to have spaces in your time. So you want to carry your phone or device with you most of the time to track it. Okay.
0: Okay. Thank you. Hopefully this was helpful, everybody. Hopefully um, you learned a little bit more about um, continuous glucose monitors and let us know if you have any questions. Thanks for joining us on the Why Wait Elevate podcast. We want to hear what you think about this podcast and encourage you to continue the discussion in our Facebook group, the Why Wait Elevate Community. Also, if you found this episode to be helpful, can you share it with your friends that would appreciate listening to it? And if you found our podcast to be helpful, we would love it if you would leave us a review. It helps others hear about our podcast, and we really want to help as many people as we can. Thank you for taking a moment in your day to spend time with us.